Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Without Andrew, which is great because I fucking hate that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they have a new album well, called... <laughs> they have a new oh album called God. The Great Divide, which is good because it keeps Andrew over there. And it's released on May 14th. Right now I'm being joined by the important members of the band to share some more information about what's going on. So, guys, welcome to the show. Uh, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Matt. I, I am 329 months old, for all of you mothers out there. Um, I play guitar and I sing in the band and do quite a bit of singing songwriting. I don't know who's going to introduce themselves next. Is anybody going to introduce themselves? I'll do that. Oh. Wait, what? I was about to go in. You go for it, Danny. Hi, I'm Danny. I mostly play bass and do vocals alongside Matt and then occasionally play guitar because we don't like consistency. Um, yeah. Okay. And I'm, oh, and I'm Monique. I play guitar and sing very badly, and I'm the funniest in the band. Uh, <laughs> hey, I get that vibe. So, 329 months. I just did the math on Google. Uh, 39.48 years old. That's fantastic. It sounds much better in months. <laughs> that is old. completely wrong. I'm 27 years old. I am. <laughs> He's lying. Did I do the next th- album? I am. Taking apart the systemic ageism of maths as it presents itself in front of me. Did I do the wrong math? That's that's possible. I'm a podcast, so it's not a mathematician. Uh, <laughs> it's very possible that Matt did the wrong math. No, I didn't. I, I spent good, hard-earned time getting paid in work, sat with a calculator doing that instead of my job. So I'm pretty sure I did it right. Mm-hmm. And you, know, the other thing, too, Monique, and I don't mean to go too terribly Yoko Ono on you right now, but... Is that the word yes on your wall? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. It, I've got a tapestry of a Ouija board on my wall. <laughs> Don't judge me. Oh, Emo. No judgment there. I'm sure it's given you many answers, and that's how you've arrived here. Um, and many demons. Yeah. But if anybody who doesn't know yeah. what I just referenced there, John Lennon and Yoko Ono met at an art gallery exhibition that Yoko was doing. I can't remember what year it was, but the exhibition was walk up a ladder, take a magnifying glass and read what was written on the ceiling. And it said the word yes. And that's when John Lennon said, I need to know who this person is. And they met and the Beatles died. Um, that's what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's crazy. That is, that is modern art in a, like, a T, isn't it? It's just like, <laughs> it's like a scene in space where there's a, a guy's maybe doing like a, an ex- expedition he's trying to paint a room and he falls over and knocks himself out with a paint can and green paint goes everywhere and everyone's just like this is amazing it really takes apart social constructs he's like he just knocked himself out but everyone loves it yeah. cool mm-hmm. all right now let's chat about this album the great divide we have a track on it called no way out now i guess take us through this album does it have a theme does it have a concept what I mean, his fifth studio album, there's obviously some conversations that were had. Uh, yeah, it was, I think it was, we were 
last year, like we started throwing some ideas around for what we wanted to do next, and I guess we've always kind of tipped, well, not tiptoed around. We've always like dipped our toes in like writing political songs, and we just felt that with the kind of platform that we have, the fans that we have, it was time to do an album dedicated to really saying something that could try and make a change, especially in the wake of like the past few years with like a real insurgence of like racism and sexism due to people like Trump and Nigel Farage and Boris Johnson all becoming a lot more popular. And that this album's kind of dedicated to tackling a lot of those issues and voicing our opinions on it. What is your opinion of it? It fucking sucks. <laughs> I think uh, it's like I, I, I like it. It's hard to like get into it without getting too angry. And um, I also know as like a like a white cis dude, it's it, it's not my place to talk over everyone with it. But I also do think I need to, you know, it's it's fair for me to say that I disagree with it and tell like give base information as well and not just like oh i hate it I'm like this is why it's wrong this is how it affects people and you know we all strongly agree that stuff needs to change mm-hmm. that's right well then i guess we'll let monique take the floor monique how do you feel about sexism and racism in the last little bit it sucks <laughs> a lot <laughs> um yeah but like especially like last year because like the Black Lives Matter movement gained a lot of traction and there was so many more deaths and police brutality and we have touched upon that on the album because it does like hit close to home and stuff Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't have voices and they're not heard so it's like we might as well like try and talk about it. Yeah. Well, now I don't know how things are going over in the UK, but now uh, there's a lot of Asian hate going on. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. I love the um, like, like age, like it's been really gone wild I've, I have seen a lot of that it's it's very intense it's it's scary that it's it's just continuing especially after the year of like like Monique said with like the reinsurgence of Black Lives Matter and now there's so much Asian hate with the shootings and just con- consistently I see it all over my feed with like the accounts that I follow and I, it, it is just like terrible I I really like Heart bleeds for people. I know that sounds really cheesy, but it 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 does. It fucking sucks. Yeah, uh, I do kung fu, and uh, my instructor just started a self defense course. And the the reason that it started off because we do traditional kung fu, you kind of obviously learn self defense in the middle of that. But for those who don't want to go the traditional route, you have just regular self defense classes. And he's not really into that sort of thing. His thing is more like. He wants people who want to dedicate their life to a traditional style. But mm. he had some family members who were Chinese and came to him and said, we're legitimately scared that we're going to get beat down and we want to be able to handle ourselves without you know, joining full-time traditional. 
So he started a self-defense class out of a basic time of need that even he himself said, I haven't been called a racial slur since like 1972. It's amazing that this is rearing its head around to a point where I have family coming to me and saying, we're legitimately scared that we're going to get beat down at total random. Yeah, it's, 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 it's awful. I am. Um, I know I'm very like privileged to be in a place where there's like very few times I've be, had that thought of if I go out of the house I'm gonna be like I could be attacked like when I was younger like for how I dressed yeah that was the thing but it was never been to the same degree as people of color or women or like transgender people it's it's, it's crazy I can't really comprehend it yeah was that why your name is Snazzy Pants? Because you would put on your Snazzy Pants and you would be afraid to leave the house? No, that was, uh, I used to, back when this band first started in like 2010 or 11, like when it was just like we're in a shed practicing, I did have a pair of like pink and black zebra pants and my nickname, stage name was Snazzy Pants. And it's like, I like set up my bank account with the email snazzy pants and all that. So whenever I go to the bank now with my bald headed big beard, like, oh, can you give me an email? I'm just like, yeah, snazzy pants. <laughs> I'm just set with it. And it's a hot mail, isn't it? Yeah. Of course it is. It is. It's an intense one. <laughs> can snazzy pants at hotmail.co.uk. <laughs> yeah, if uh, anybody wants to dox me. Sorry, sir. What so. did you say? <laughs> Send us some PayPal money. I think there's some numbers in there as well. So you're okay, man. So No Way Out. What is this track about, No Way Out? Danny, do you want to jump on that? You've not answered the question yet. Can you just give me one minute? Oh, Danny, we can give you all the minutes in the world. Yeah, Yeah, sure, pal. Does he actually need a minute? I don't think we have a minute. Um, okay. I'll. I'll oh, what? What? Danny boy. Give me a minute. I'm just getting out the car, getting in the house. I'll switch over to my computer. Bloody hell, Danny. Let's go. Let's fucking move it. Yeah. yeah. Run, I'll, Danny. I'll, I'll, I'll answer the question whilst he, uh, whilst he does this and I will fire another question at him. Um, um, with No Way Out, the, the main thing about this was kind of the how we felt the government has handled the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic especially in the uk i know in other countries like america it has been quite bad as well it's just kind of boris johnson's failure to act when he was notified about this like at the back end of december early january by the world health organization and i just we just feel like he's um very, very vague rules that have constantly been implemented to kind of alleviate any guilt from the government's party. So they could be like, oh, well, you you didn't abide by the rules, but our rule was so vague that how would you know? And it's just caused constant spikes. And then also people like anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers just completely like ruining everything. And this song is very much aimed at them and like a big anger and disdain towards those people yeah there's a whole bunch of them gathering outside of my work about a week ago super spreader event you know wow um, what the hell i could not even yeah they went, on a, they went on a parade they were going into businesses being like guys it's all a hoax it's not real and i'm just like 
Just, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. They're out my, there. I, that, yeah, it's it's I don't understand what compels people to think like that, but I feel like as well this kind of like it's almost like fast food information that you can get through social media now if it's if it's put in front of you on a social media people don't even read an article they'll just read the headline and believe it and share it it's like when people like see satire articles and they believe it we're just at that point now where it happened Uh, donald trump promoted the onion as being a legitimate (laughs) news source yeah i remember (laughs) that it's it's insane, and this is just this thing where people don't check things or fact-check things or research themselves. It's just what's handed to them, and they will take it, and then they won't go any further with it. Yeah. I would love to research myself. I bet nothing would come up, though. I mean, I would... Thank you for starting your computer, Danny. No problem. I love Danny. I love you, um, too. Okay, we've only got a couple minutes left, so I know you guys wanted to chat about Fuck You, You're a Racist from the 2018 album, but I think we kind of get the gist. Number one, it's a great song. I listened to it. Um, I was expecting considerably less, not because of you guys, but just because I've heard a a million punk bands start a song with Fuck You, and it's just, get it, you're angry, you made noise, cool, good job. Um, But it's actually a really well-made song. It's a good song, and... Uh, poignant, obviously, to what's going on now. And I think we chatted quite a bit about that. We have the Black Lives Matter movement. We're now getting, because of coronavirus originating in Wuhan, China, we now have Asian hate uh, going on and still perpetuating after all of this time. And then somehow, in some way, because the people that subscribe to this kind of shit, it's like a Venn diagram system, you know, um, are often misogynists as well. You know, why not? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I do completely agree. Everyone just seems to overlap. I feel like as soon as there's any kind of hate that's seated in such kind of misinformation and um, negative stereotypes, it just bleeds into others. Like these these people who you know, like call like the COVID nineteen, like the the Chinese virus and stuff like that. These these are just such ridiculous viewpoints that it'll bleed over into like, oh, like I'm women should like serve men and it it's just I, I just can't comprehend it. It's ridiculous. I'm very I'm trying to like not get super angry at this, but it's I don't I don't understand. You're right, it does all bleed in and you can kind of almost identify an issue when someone has one of those views and they have a little bit of another and it's almost like a domino effect. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, there's something that I heard once that I subscribe to in a world of uh, everybody has an opinion. It's no, I don't actually need to accept everyone's opinion. And I don't want to understand some people's opinions. And I heard that once. I can't remember where. And I subscribed to it in that I don't want to hear if somebody's an anti-masker, but not an anti-vaxxer, but not anti-Trudeau. But I don't want to know that Venn diagram. Just fuck off and die. That's my, that's my opinion because none of those opinions are helpful. No, I, 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 I get that. It's, I think there's, I think there's an interesting conversation to have with like people who have, uh, I was reading with my partner the other day, we were reading through a, uh, 
some political parties and the the leaflets of what they say and there was this party and the so alt-right and they're like oh like we're against like like people who are trans and like we can't have gay marriage and women can't have abortions but then it was but we really want to support people who have unplanned pregnancies and give them funding so they can take more time off work i'm like that right there is a good idea just remove all of this other stupid shit from it and take away and some of them have little iotas of actual the there's something there that could be worked on and then you have people who were just so far gone. It's like you say, it's like, just put them on an island somewhere, just like, mm-hmm. fuck them off. Like, what's the point? Yeah. No, if it's, uh, if we all have a different idea on how to get somewhere helpful and we can constructively work through it, then absolutely bring your opinions to the table. But if your opinion is to dismantle something that's going to work for humanity, then why are you here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> Okay. Well, that was the great divide here on the Rock Metal Podcast. Pardon? And that was the great divide here on the Rock Metal Podcast. I, yes. I think I may have just created some division. Who knows? Yes. <laughs> Who knows? All right. So, gang, we chatted about racism, sexism, social media misinformation. Uh, we chatted about uh, the track No Way Out. We chatted about the album The Great Divide. We chatted about the track F you, you're a racist off of the 2018 album. Uh, we chatted about how much I dislike Andrew, and I'm glad that you guys are without Andrew. <laughs> and what else we chat about? We got Monique's opinion on things. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says she's the funniest person in the band, but she has a great RBF. I don't know what that means. <laughs> It means when you're yeah, not, we... not smiling, you look angry. Oh, resting oh, bitch face. Right. That is very true of a big yeah. resting bitch face. I promise her I'm not a bitch. That's good. Uh, Danny is able to drive illegally, uh, so that's good. And he uses a Mac, so maybe he's not bad after all. Yeah. Well, gang, I believe that concludes our interview. Um, so thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thank you for having us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.